Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Let's hit the guest line right now. Adam Fisher joins us. MLB analyst for SNY. Uh, a longtime executive in Major League Baseball with the Mets and the Braves. Fish, good morning, man. How are you? Adam, what's up? Hey, good. Good. Good morning, Moose. How you doing? How you doing, Taz? Well, good, buddy. Good. All good, man. You know, Adam, uh, you know, we're both stunned here that this is a 2-0 series lead for the Washington Nationals. I mean, they are 18-2 and in their last 20 games for a team that couldn't find a way to win in the playoffs. Now they don't know how to lose. <laughs> crazy. It's crazy. You know, I think they've certainly got some positive momentum and the Astros. You know, look, there's, there's something to be said for bad juju. You know, we've got that clubhouse situation that's been hanging over the club. Um, these last couple of days, and and really the Yankees kind of wore them out while the Nationals were were sitting around and resting. And the Nationals do have two horses that can that can play with with the Astros horses, and and we've seen that. So I, look, I, it's I don't think anyone expected this, but but if you if you reflect upon it, you know it it, it certainly at the very least makes some level of sense how this is all going, despite the Nationals' history. Well, Adam, speaking on that, though, are you, I mean, for you personally, are you shocked at the level of, of what's happened now here, sitting 2-0? and uh, The Nats oh, yeah. are, you I mean, are shocked, yeah. I'm extreme, uh, yeah, I, and especially last night, a blowout, Yeah, you know, with Verlander on the mound. Um, yeah, I, I'm, I'm pretty shocked, <laughs> especially just just the, how, how easy it will. But the Nationals, you know, Davey Martinez has been dogged for the last two years. We've watched him manage, you know, um, when we watch him against the Mets, and that the Corbin move on on uh, on Monday night, you know, uh, or sorry Tuesday night, seems to be uh, seems to have worked out extremely well. You know, um, they were able to hold on in that game, and now they they blow them out in game two. I mean, yeah, I'm shocked. I think the Astros are the best team, but um, they you know, like I said, you reflect upon it, and it's not really right. surprising considering the momentum and sort of what's transpired the last ten days. You know, uh, Adam, when you look at Cole and Verlander. Um, from your perspective, and you know, you scouted players and like, why have they not been as dominant? What has transpired here with both of them over the last couple of starts? For me, it's just that it's just that grind, you know, that that season long grind, and it, it's a, it's a war of attrition. And we talked a lot about it with the Yankees and how they were going to survive with with such with such a uh, you know a, a beat up staff and, and a bullpen that was being stretched and in the Astros case you know look there, there's only so many guys who are Madison Bumgarner you know and, and it looked like Verlander's been that guy in the past you know um, but he's 37 years old and you know Cole has not really been through it this is a really long stretch here we're talking about um, and and it's tough and it affects your command it affects your sharpness and we saw that in, in Cole's last start against the Yankees um, you know, certainly he grinded it out the other night, but uh, but it, it's really that that that's what it comes down to for me. That battle of attrition when you get deep into the playoffs, these guys are really worn out. They're getting into the you know over 200 innings, um, 230s, 240s, 
And, you know, that can take a toll no matter how good you are. Uh, so, Adam, what do you feel about, like, the energy of the Astros? Like, what, what, what kind of energy would they have to muster up uh, when they're in D.C. now, starting Friday, uh, to come up with a win now in Washington just to keep this thing competitive? Do you think they have? I know, right? I, I, they I, have you know, to, Dad, right? I, I, you kind of said it. It's like these series, you never know. And, look, we make maybe we make a bigger deal out of sort of the momentum, um, right. emotion, that kind of thing. But the human element is real. And, you know, in a lot of ways, I think, I think people thought that the World Series was really, you know, Yankees versus Astros. Mm. Um, you know, I, I think That's you could I argue thought. those were the two best teams yeah. in baseball, yeah. certainly over the course of the season. Um, I, you know, the, the, the Dodgers uh, being another team in there right. that, of course, were eliminated by the Nationals. So I think the Astros have today to reflect and, you know, look themselves in the mirror and start to take these guys seriously. Their backs are against the wall. They've been there. They've done it. Um, you know, maybe getting out of Houston is, is a good thing for them. Just, just kind of get on the road, get get in an environment more of a hostile environment, and kind of, kind of try to get their emotions up that way. But yeah, they got to start taking these guys seriously and fast. Um, we're talking Adam Fisher, a former executive of Major League Baseball with the Mets and the uh, Atlanta Braves, uh, analyst on SNY locally in New York. And and Adam, do you think this series, you know, do you think this series gets back to Houston for a Game Six? I mean, if, if looking at now, I mean, no, I don't. I, I, you know, the Nationals are thoroughly dominating them. They have the pitching advantage, uh, if you want to call it that. I'm not even sure they do anymore with Grinky. Um, he's pitched so much these last, you know, this last uh, again t- probably 10 day stretch. Grinky against Danny Ball Sanchez. That seems like a good a good game for the Astros to pivot. Um, but uh, but yeah, I, I mean, I think. You could be looking at five here. The way this is going, the Nationals thoroughly dominating them. Um, the, the, the Astros really do just they, – they need to wake up and, and figure this out. And, you know, the other thing is they, they have not – they were not hitting. Um, as much as the Yankees – the Yankees' bullpen and, and their issues and kind of how they gave it up with the three-run homer in that series, both those teams had 600 OPSs during that series. Neither one was hitting. Neither one were getting – getting clutch hits when they needed them. Um, the Astros, like I said, you know, we, we saw they really relied on that on that three-run bomb, and that's also carried over into this series. So those bats need to wake up. They need to string together some hits and uh, and get some rallies going because now, now this is how many games in a row where this has happened for them. Right. Uh, Adam, so, you know, Moose and I talk a lot about, and not just us, but a lot of people in the media world, TV and radio, you know about what is what is Major League Baseball? <clears throat> what do they want in a World Series for for you know to pull money in and TV ratings? They're all important TV ratings and stuff like that. What's going on with Fox and whatnot? We talked about how early in the show, uh, Moose and I were chatting about how the numbers are down for Fox from last year's Game One to this year's Game One. Um, what's your thought on it, man? Like if it's not Yankees, Dodgers, and we got two markets where you know Houston's a top ten market, but you know. D.C., not so much. What's, what's your take on that, that you have D.C. versus Houston? And if you're, the, if you're Major League Baseball, how do you feel about it? You know, it's tough to have that sort of marquee franchise in there every single year. Um, this, I think ultimately it's good for baseball to have different teams. I mean, yes, the Astros won it two years ago. Maybe that's an element to this, you know, the fact that they're not new. I know the Nationals are getting a ton of buzz on the East Coast, so I'm a little surprised that, that the, they're not getting a little bit better as far as ratings go. But I think if you think about the long game, 
you know, you're going to want more teams involved in this. You don't just want sort of the, the, the Dodgers or the Red Sox or the Yankees every single year. So, uh, you know, you think about it kind of taking a step back as far as ratings for the good of the game, you know, on a broader scale um, and trying not to panic as far as sort of one year or the next year, trying to look at it in a larger sample. But, of course, I, I understand the, the general sentiment. Um, this has been a sort of a strange year for baseball with the homers. Um, you know, a lot of sort of purists don't necessarily like it, and that's really who their fan base is at this point, unfortunately, uh, older people. So perhaps they're tuning out um, just based on the way the season went and the fact that there aren't these marquee franchises that we talked about. But I think ultimately you, you expose more people to some of these other teams um, it's good for the game in the long term. Maybe you get some of those younger fans interested in these teams. Adam, uh, you know, we've got a lot of these managerial openings around uh, Major League Baseball, right? Madden's out with the Angels. Reportedly, David Ross is going to be the next manager of the Chicago Cubs. The Mets' job is open. Phillies' job is open. Girardi is interviewed for both. There's some mysterious candidate for the Mets. We know that they've also interviewed Eduardo Perez and uh, Carlos Beltran, where do you think eventually here after this World Series gets decided or maybe it comes out even before then, uh, where do you think the Mets go? And where do you think the Phillies go for a manager? Well, we've seen – it's just, it, for the Mets, it really seems just totally wide open. Uh, you know, the, the at least – very least the media consensus, and, and I'm on board with this. You know, I like Girardi. They've got a limited window here with Jacob deGrom's prime. You know, Brody Van Wagen said, I'm coming in to win. And, you know, Joe Girardi is a proven winner. He has his warts. You know, he's wound very tightly. But he did it in New York for a decade. You take the strengths and the weaknesses and you try to win for three or four years with him. That's how I'd go about it. But, look, you, you look at who they're interviewing here, and that's not their M.O. They're not going, you know, 180 from Mickey Calloway. You, know, you, mentioned, you mentioned Perez. You mentioned Beltron. You know, we've got also got Kim Bogar, who doesn't have any manage, major league managerial experience outside of an interim uh, stint, um, and and uh, Luis Rojas, who's a really, really well well regarded coach in the Mets system, also the son of uh, Felipe Alou. Um, that hasn't really been uh, been out there too much. Uh, interesting nugget, maybe for the fans. He's got great great bloodlines, as we say uh, in baseball. Um, but for me, it seems very wide open, based on who they're interviewing. They, they're not. They're not necessarily leaning towards Girardi or anyone like that. So um, Eduardo Perez seems like an interesting candidate from, from the rest. You know, he has, he has coaching experience. He has some winter league managing experience. He's, uh, he's well-spoken, member of the media. Uh, he'd be an interesting guy for me. Uh, I, ultimately, I'd, I'd you know, probably prefer Girardi. But I, at the end of the day, after, after saying all this, I, it seems to me to just be very wide open. I mean, it's a massive group of second candidates. Um, I'd say it seems like any anywhere from three to three to four of those guys would have a shot. And Fish, we've learned here on Taz and the Moose that the uh, mystery candidate is indeed Taz. He's interviewing <laughs> later on today. Well, look, Taz, a longtime Mets fan, he wants the, he wants the guys, job. So there you go. Right, you're right. I, I think I do have as much experience as other guys. I did manage my son's little league travel team when he was nine. Uh, <laughs> hey, Fish, enjoy the rest of the nice. World Series. Thanks right. for the time this Take morning, care, right, bud. See you, man. All right. All right. Thanks, guys. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. 
With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.